Hey family, welcome back to All Things Mommy Podcast. Today we have a special guest. Now, I met this lady um, back in 2012 when we did Trayvon Martin March. And she has been such an inspiring person to like look up to because not only is she a mom, she's also a community activist and she just does so much work um, on herself personally, but also on her business. And I was so excited to interview her um, because we're, we're not only just like friends, we're like sisters. Yes. Um, so I am going to uh, turn it over to my special guest today. And um, her name is Sierra Richardson. So Sierra, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, hello. My name is Sierra. I am born and raised in Syracuse, New York. I am 32 years of age and I have one child um a boy he is eight his name is shamar and um i currently work full-time for new york state helping stop the spread of covid and whatnot and i also run and um operate my own business all things plush which is custom embroidery and digitizing services yes so sierra is not only just a mom she's an entrepreneur a business owner and like many of us entrepreneurs um, that are just starting out, sometimes we have to work our day job, right? To make sure that ends are meeting um, until our entrepreneurship becomes our full-time job. Now, this lady, she puts the H in hustle because I'm sitting here right now at her business and let me tell you, everything is professionally put together. Um, She'll tell you guys more about her business in a second, Um, but I really want you guys to enjoy this conversation we're going to have about how to balance motherhood and entrepreneurship. So before we get to the business part, Sierra, first I want to just ask you like, what is like three things that you wish you knew about parenting? Like before you became a mom. Mm, So I wish I knew daycare costs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That is crazy. I wish I definitely knew that. Um, I wish I knew how much someone's, um, what am I looking for? Mm, I'm kind of trying to get at like the other parents lack of, um, mm, parenting, co-parenting. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I thought more about that, um, aspect of things and, um, what else? Mm. Oh my God, how much, like, I already knew obviously how much the world can affect the child, but like with this COVID situation, like literally, like that's been like a huge like wake up call for me because just not having my son, you know, being able to go to school and get that social aspect, like during like what the past two years really mm-hmm. has been like crazy because he's like yearning for that, you know, you know, friendship and stuff like that. So it's a lot different when it comes to that. So those are the three things that I wish I kind of like thought more about basically and those things are solid like really solid things because all those three things that she names are three things that we couldn't predict like mm-hmm. nobody really knows how much you know daycare is going to cost because oh fees God. change all the time mm-hmm. and let me tell you i at one point i think i was playing close to like 300 400 a week for daycare it's crazy very much so so like you have to have a job a second job just to pay for daycare mm-hmm. um there are programs out there where you can get resources but yep. for many working parents 
it's it's difficult. We still have to pay out of pocket for that. And like Sierra said, like sometimes co-parenting can be difficult. Like mm-hmm. you you can be with a person and still not know who that person really is as a parent. That's it. Like they could be the absolute best, like attentive, like emotionally like fit person. But when it comes to kids, it's like completely different, literally. Absolutely. I definitely could relate to that. Some people are good partners, but they're just not good parents. Mm-hmm. And so when when you bring a child into this world, we have to think about all of that. So for those of you who are thinking about becoming a mom, please, please, please take into consideration or becoming a dad, yeah. take in consideration the other parent and mm-hmm. how they communicate, um, how they interact with children in general, whether it be their nieces, nephews, um, and just like how they speak about women. Yes. I think sometimes we don't pay that attention to that. And men, you too, pay attention to the same thing as in women. How they speak about men, how they interact with kids, and their communication style. And then lastly, what Sierra said about um, COVID. Oh my goodness, no one predicted COVID. No, that homeschool situation was like crazy for the kids to adjust to and then for us to adjust to and then like as far as like finances like a lot of us like finding out that our companies don't really care for for us as families or what we have to do at home and we're getting fired and laid off and having a reliant unemployment and it's just like crazy like yeah it definitely took us by surprise it was the first year was very unexpected mm -hmm. um just to try to be wear all those different hats you Mm -hmm. know trying to be a, a parent and a teacher and a mental health coach to your children. Like, I think we all dealt with uh, our tests to our mental health yeah. during this during the first year of COVID. Now we're going into our third year of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you all, but I feel really weighed down and heavy by all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, even as a therapist, I have to take break and do some self-care. Um, so, yeah, those are three great things that we wish we could have predicted or known yes. um, before becoming a parent. Mm-hmm. So, what do you love most about being a mom? Um, I like to see my son grow. Um, just like the things he takes interest to. Like he loves coding. Um, he likes to make little beats. Um, he's just like very sweet and kind. So like over time just him transitioning from like a little baby to a toddler to a young boy to a little young man. So I just love it. Like for his birthday in October, he has to get his hair cut. And he's had like long hair forever, like the two yeah. braids kind of thing. Everybody knows him for that. So I think just him growing and transitioning and turning to like this little like man has been like the best thing so far. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like smiling so hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm smiling because let me tell you, I one time I think I babysit it, um, Sierra's son. And like he is so smart and just. I remember he had his YouTube channel. Yes. This kid is the bomb, okay? <laughs> and just interacting with him and, and seeing how well taken care of he is. I mean, she's really raising greatness over Thank there. Thank you. You are, seriously. <laughs> like, you got him into coding? How yes, old is he? he loves, he's eight. Eight into coding. Yeah, come yep, on. You, yep. Come on. Listen. You know, for the parents who have kids that are into video games, don't think that they're too bad because literally I think that's how he took interest into coding was because of Minecraft because you build and you do so many different things and that's what coding is you're really building and you know creating these different worlds really if you think about it mm-hmm. so that's what got him into it so gaming isn't too bad guys and let me tell you <laughs> anything in a tech industry uh there's where the money is right yes. <laughs> because right now technology is taking over all mm-hmm. of our time and so if you do have a kid like she said if you have a kid that's into something and they're mm-hmm. really into it even if it's video games to you 
you may project your own fears onto them and maybe think that that's too much of a distraction. But to them, that can um, you can cultivate a gift out of that. Yes. Like, look at this kid. He's doing coding. I don't even know how to do coding. Me either. So listen. I'm like, go ahead. <laughs> He's the future, right? So thank you for sharing what you love about your son. Um, mm. Well, so let's talk a little bit about business and and motherhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you started your business when? How long ago? So I started it at the, really at the peak of the pandemic in the beginning. Um, at first, my first idea for All Things Plush was to be like this woman's boutique where I sell like these cutesy things, accessories and stuff like that. But I did a pop-up shop and I actually had um, a variety of those little cutesy women things, but I also had some custom embroidered like little masks and things like that. And I noticed that people took more of a liking to the custom embroidered masks. So I was like, okay, their embroidery is where it's at because people like the ability to customize and curate their own things. So um, I would say by March of that year, I kind of went off of masks because the masks started to die down and I started to go fully into embroidery, starting small and then progressing as I went. Um, So officially I did my DBA when I felt like things were like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. This is worth the investment and everything was in May of 2020. Yep, May of 2020. And then since then I just kind of hit the ground running. Yeah, and she definitely hit the ground running and haven't looked back, you know. And so when I think about Sierra and watching her evolution and growing her business, I remember when she did the mask at the beginning of the pandemic. I actually brought one for my daughter and I. (laughs) So I remember that. And it was just like after nowhere, she just took off. And I'm like, where did this this girl come from? Like She went from doing masks to like doing all of this embroidery stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say inspiration... Like, I always knew Sierra was a go-getter. I always knew she was smart. I always knew she was self-aware. Like, since I met her back in 2012, when we did Trayvon Martin, this girl, like, she had so much passion. She was so organized. Back then, we had a little thing called yeah. three, three Women for a Cause. Yes. Shout out Ashley. <laughs> yes. So we, like, jumped on it, but it, 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 was, it was her leadership. It was her um, intuitiveness. It was her perseverance that, like, really just put us all together and pushed the movement forward. So I knew this girl was going places, right? <laughs> so if you guys ever heard you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, get around people that are like-minded. Get around people that have, like a, that. have a vision, mm-hmm. right? Get around people that know where they're going in life um, so they can push you towards greatness. And so that's why I'm here interviewing this young lady because she's she's destined for greatness and already on the path for that. Um, so yeah, she started her business. So when you started your business, like what, like what was like the financial contribution? Did you pay for it all yourself, or how did mm. you do it? So in the beginning of the pan, it actually was the what January of that year when it first started happening. So it was tax time, and I was like, you know what, this year. And I wasn't even thinking about buying this sewing embroidery machine as like to start a business. It pretty much was like for me to be like more self-sufficient because my great grandmother taught us sewing, cut and sew, you know, so as I got older, I just wanted to like just follow in her footsteps. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make my son pajamas and like little summer outfits. I'm like, if anybody else wants some, then I'll just get money from that. But it wasn't just, I'm going to create all things plush. So I took that tax money and I'm like, okay, well, this machine is a thousand dollars okay, I'm going to buy this machine and then I'm going to hopefully do something with it. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what it was. It was just the machine, which was $1,000 and then pretty much 
trying to figure out what people wanted i didn't want to just go out and buy like a whole bunch of material because i really started doing um ironically when cuomo said oh i'm gonna start paying businesses to start creating masks mm -hmm. if you don't have a business and you want to start one mm -hmm. then go ahead and fill out this paperwork and we can do that for you so that's what i did i was like okay well I just bought the sewing machine, ironically, to start, you know, sewing for my son, but I'm going to do some math and see if I can get paid. Mm -hmm. So then that $1,000 that I spent for, like, a hobby turned into the first investment for All Things Plush. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, so I'm all about digging out the lessons, right? Yes. So lesson number one, invest in yourself, mm -hmm. people. Here we are in 2022. Tax season is here again. Yes. Like, this woman is telling you she used her tax money to invest in a, a sewing machine mm -hmm. that was going to produce more profit for her later on. She yes. didn't realize that the return was going to be greater, yeah. right? But she took that, I know she took that leap of faith. And how scary is it to take a leap of faith? How scary is it to take like your last $500 or your last $1,000 and mm -hmm. go buy a machine and not know what the outcome is going to be? You have to have faith and you have to believe in yourself and you have to invest. And the second lesson that I got out of what she said was she was, like, in tune with what was going on. Like, she wasn't just sitting on her couch letting things happen. She heard about Como saying, if you make masks, you can get paid. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. she was self-aware, in tune. She she did research. She, she watched the news. She figured out what was going on in today's time. We have to keep up. Mm -hmm. We have to keep up with what's going on so that we can stay in the loop and we can... We can make moves based on what's happening now and not what's happening in the past. Right. Perfect. Is that? Is there another lesson in there or was that? Mm, that's it. That's <laughs> it. You got them. <laughs> I've been listening. I've been trying to catch the lessons, yo. All right. So she started her business and now, okay, how do you balance this whole business of entrepreneurship? Because you, you do this and you work mm -hmm. and you're a full-time mom. Yes. How, what, what is the, what is the secret <laughs> you know most days i feel like a robot seriously some days i feel just like when the morning starts you just press a button and i'm just like boop, doop, 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 doing whatever i have to do but there is literally a balance like some days are better than others um some days i'm like swamped with embroidery orders and then i have a whole bunch of cases that i have to call for work but then i got my son that has to be picked up from school at two o'clock and then his dad can't get him this weekend so he has to stay with me but it's literally taking it day by day um i try and like when i start to get overwhelmed with something i try and think like okay well this is just for the moment things won't be this way tomorrow or things won't be this way next week so i just kind of like take it day by day i try and make schedules for myself but I don't know i feel like ever since covid like my mind just does not stick to schedules like i'm kind of like all over the place most times so i just try and do my best literally day by day thing by thing and just keep patting myself on the back because i don't want to like be too hard on myself because i am doing a good job you know this is like a different day and age right now we can actually say that like this covid thing has like really turned things like upside down some some in a good way mm -hmm. some some in a bad way but Pretty much just like patting myself on the back and taking it day by day. Yes. That's how I've been trying to do it. That's my balance. That's, <laughs> you know what? That's perfectly said. She takes it one day at a time, people. Mm -hmm. All we can do is focus on the present. Mm -hmm. Right now, what's in front of us? Like, what can we do with the present to us? Exactly. Literally. That's all we can do is focus mm -hmm. on right now, here and now, be present. And then she said, you know, she pats herself on the back, encouraging yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you know 
how often I have to do that. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I tell people, y'all underestimate affirmations and encouragement. Yes. Like, being having a positive mindset, I know you can't be positive all the time, and it's, some people think it's unrealistic, mm-hmm. but, like, literally, you have to look at yourself and encourage yourself to, o- to overcome that mental keep struggle. Going too. To keep going. Yeah. You got to tell yourself, I'm doing a good job. Yes. Even like, if you mess up, just, like, okay, like... Can I fix this? If not, okay, well, what's my alternative? And just keep going. Trust me, mistakes happen. With this embroidery business, I can't tell you how many items that I've messed up, but I can tell you that I persevered. And, you know, keep patting yourself in the back because, you know, you'll get there. You may not be a pro now, but you will get to where you need to be. So keep patting yourself on the back, y'all. There you go. (laughs) There you go. She said it so well. So I'm going to move to the next question. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you do when you need a me day. So most people call this a self-care day. Yes. I, you know, what do you do to like really recharge, reconnect with yourself? Is there mm. anything or? Yeah, there's lots of things. And it, it may not all be in this order. It may just be like what I feel like in that moment is going to be like what's going to relax me and give me that self-care. But I love Epsom salt. Epsom salt baths. I love those Vicks shower steams. I love like anything hydrotherapy is my jam. Okay, whether it's a massage, like a hydrotherapy massage, or me washing my hair, steaming my hair, or like a facial, anything like that, feet being done, anything involving like hydrotherapy is my stuff. Um, I love sage. I love sage. Um, <laughs> I love just reflecting in my plant room like just sitting there my sewing machine is in that room so I just feel like uh, like just a sense of peace just sitting in that room I love drinking mint tea mint tea and honey that's my stuff and just like really taking time to just be like blah just like you know lay in your bed watch some Netflix turn your phone off just close your door you know blackout curtains that's a self that's a self like care day for me maybe order some like your favorite food have some fruit it's real simple with me just like i just like the relaxing like part of that just the peace for me yes yes i love that i love that i'm definitely a tea drinker um so i definitely could relate to that Mm -hmm. i love how she just like went through a list of things that she Mm -hmm. loved just to do just to have that peace that peace of mind is so important especially as a parent right Mm -hmm. um so last question i'm gonna ask you about like if you could change anything about your entrepreneur journey or your parenting style what would you change Hmm. My entrepreneurship journey, I definitely would have done more research in the beginning. Um, Although I do know that there was a need for, you know, exactly what I do. I definitely wish I would have done more research and formulated more of a business plan. Um, So I know that if I'm marketing or, you know, if I'm branding, I'm like on the right track. It's not like sporadic or it's not something that I pushed out to the world and then two months later I want to change, whether it's my brand colors or whatever. So I wish I would have done more research in the beginning on that. Um, As far as motherhood or parenting, um, I would change, which I am working on, is having more patience. Having more patience for sure. whether it's helping with homework or just, you know, adapting to the fact that our kids are not necessarily the same kids that they were two years ago. 
or last year. Their needs have changed, their wants have changed. Even myself, my, my needs and wants aren't the same as they were a year or two ago. So I think just adapting to change and all that, so having patience for sure. Well, Sierra, I think you're a phenomenal mom. Thank you. And I think you are a phenomenal businesswoman. Thank you. And I really think you're killing it. <laughs> so, Thank you. Even, Likewise. Yeah, I, I really do. I think mm-hmm. you're killing it. I don't even know. Sometimes we can't see our own growth. Yeah. It takes for other people to look at us and literally say, yo, you killing it. You what mm-hmm. you mean? You, yes. Because sometimes we do feel like we're all over the place. Or sometimes mm-hmm. we do second guess ourselves. Or yeah. sometimes we don't even know if we're moving in the right direction. Right. Um, so it just takes some really good, positive people in your life to look at you and say, yo, keep going. Yeah. Because you're killing it, Yeah, yeah. Thank you, you really are. I'm so proud of you. So let us, let the listeners know, like, she has a business, y'all. So all things plush, everything embroidery. She's going to tell you guys where can they find you and what are some new, are you, are you working on any new projects? Or? Yes. So you can find me at 203 East Jefferson Street, which is right in the heart of downtown. Um, we have a option for instant orders, depending on what exactly you'd like to be embroidered, or you can drop off um, some custom merch, or we have a catalog you can order from, so you can find us here. We're also online at shopaldingsplush.com. We do have a bot on the site, so if you have any questions or concerns with how to place an order, you can put it right in the bot and I can get back to you. Um, we have an email as well, but I'll give her my contact information so she can share with this podcast. So we have an email. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at All Things Plush and um, also on Instagram, All Things Plush New York. So that's where you can find us. But again, we do custom digitizing and embroidery services. Yes. And like I said, we're right here at her shop and it is beautiful in here. So make sure you guys check out All Things in Syracuse, New York. Make sure you go to her website and um, check her out. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great week. God bless. See you soon.